Overland for me is my escape from the the hecticness of work and the stress of what I do. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a release and it's a reset. And then that, I'm a little older now, and slowing down, and overlanding seems like a nice pace. You take your time, you know, smell the roses. I actually go camping to hear the wind flow through the trees, smell the breeze. And also we've realized we have this passion for off-road and camping, kind of a... Uh, went out of control from there, I would say. <laughs> we only have so much time on this earth, and you want to spend it with people that you care about and have a good time with and people to make you smile. That's kind of one of the big things with this with this podcast is it's a, it's a living journal uh, between, you know, us guys and uh, our journey together. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Average Overlanders podcast. I'm Patrick. As always, I'm Jared. And I'm Ben. <laughs> oh, man, we got the crew today. And uh, we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit different than our usual, hey, kind of go down the line, X, Y, and Z kind of thing. We're going to talk about mem- memorable trips for us. And mm. it's going to be a really personable, personal thing for us because, you know, these trips, they didn't happen with each other or they might not have happened with each other and they might not have been within the last couple of years or we might not have considered ourselves as overlanders back then. True. And uh, I'll leave it up to you guys. Who, which one of you guys wants to start? Jared. <laughs> I like you threw it up and right back at it. Yeah. Ben literally right. was like instantly <laughs> raised his hand and was like pointed to Jared. <laughs> so Jared, go oh, ahead. Man. Most there's, memorable. There's been a lot of uh, memorable ones. Um, but I, I would have to say uh, my most memorable would be with uh, my daughter, a solo trip with her. And it kind of cemented our... Um, our mutual love of off-roading and kind of like, you know, we've done little, you know, overnights and stuff like that, but this was like a long four day trip, just me and her on the road and just in it, experiencing it. And I think that's one like that we will both kind of look back on and, you know, cherish. Um, Where'd you guys go? Yeah. So it was, uh, uh, or so we're in, you know, Southern California and, uh, this is a, a trip through Arizona. Um, we, you know, started out, um, running up through, so it just throughout the whole trip, it was pretty exciting for us. Um, you know, just, you see all the little stops along the way and stuff like that. Um, we went to, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, our first initial stop was in Prescott, um, uh, at the Lazy G Brewery, met up with some family out there, um, which was great and got to see some family and cousins and all that stuff that we didn't get to you know, never see cause they're in another state. Um, and then we, from there, um, we were going to camp in Cottonwood and we were pushing late cause we stayed late in Prescott. Um, cause we were having such a great time. Um, and then I just on Instagram, see my cousin just happened to be just outside of Sedona. So we were just like, oh my, I haven't seen him in forever. So let's just sidetrack and, you know, meet up with him. And, you know, we're on our overlanding adventure with our rig and he was staying at, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but a RV park. And we we're just going to stop in, swing in, say hi, you know, have a, you know, you know, see how they're doing. And we ended up staying for a while and then it got late and we hadn't started getting dark. So we're like, we still had another, you know, another 45 minute drive just to try and find a campsite and like, just stay here. So we ended up just pitching the tent on top of the truck, the rooftop tent in the RV park and just crashed it out there that night. Oh, you know, awesome. it was last minute, you know, and like, but it was still, it was cool because like, un- 
you know, it wasn't planned. It wasn't on our itinerary or anything like that. And we just kind of winged it and met up with them. And it was great. Had, you know, got to see some more family, you know, and then that just kind of, you know, started off. And then uh, from there, since we were right outside Sedona, um, we rolled, you know, up and through uh, all of that. Um, ben, what's the name of the trail? Which one, Sedona? Yeah. I'm, Broken Arrow? Broken Arrow, yes. So we, I took her up through Broken Arrow. Wow, I can remember that one. Um, and it was her, I'd been there before, but this is her first time. And she thought it was the coolest thing ever. We saw some wild pigs running around through the bushes, went up, you know, the submarine rock, got to hike around on there, did all throughout there. And uh, it was great. She had a blast. And just seeing it, the excitement in her eyes and, her, you know, just like she was collecting and it was you know, becoming real for her as well. And like, she was like just having a blast, you know, all the uh, calling out different trucks and, you know, all this stuff. And she's just into it. And that just made it the experience just that much more exciting for me. Um, and then, so we hit all that, those areas up in there, did some trails. It was great. And then we had to make it up to, uh, top of Snebly Hills where we were, our next campsite was going to be. Um, but it was getting late. So instead of trying to go up through Stempley Hill, which is rough in this. Yeah, I got to step in and say this. This is like <sighs> literally, it has amazing views. Yeah. I'm never going to, you know, say don't do it once. Yeah, yeah. But once is enough. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen it, you've seen it. and But it'll, it's a long, bumpy road and it'll beat you up and your truck for a while. Yeah. yeah. So is this uh, before or after you and Ben had gotten out there? This is the after, because Ben okay, took me right. there through the first time. So I'd been through there and seen it and gotcha. got my butt kicked by that road. <laughs> and so I didn't I didn't think Zoe needed to experience that. So, yeah. um, And it's a long, you know, it takes a long time to get up through there. And I wanted to, and this is in December. Yeah, this is like right after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's. So it was cold. So I wanted to get up there because there was snow already predicted and everything. So I didn't want to, you know, I want to hurry up and get yeah, up there. overstay your welcome. Yeah. So we decided to cut back and take the 17 up through there. Well, sure enough, there is a fire, like a car broke down. There was a fire on the side of the road. So they have the whole side route to the 17 is shut down. So we literally sat there for another hour anyways. And it's just There's always, always an issue on the 17. Something going it's on like, there. Some accident, some uh, this or that. Yeah, it's a sketchy road. Um, so we finally get onto the 17, and it's now already getting dark, and I still had a haul butt up to the campsite, and it's already snowing now. So we barely get it's dark out. It's you know probably 7 o'clock at night now, and it's already getting dark. It already is dark just and snowing. Couldn't, could barely see. Finally find a spot to set up a camp. Um and I'm just scrambling, trying to get everything together. I, I tried to make a quick fire just to get yeah. some warmth. <laughs> oh, man. So I got the fire going. And then I'm like, okay, we're starving. We haven't eaten dinner. I'm trying to set up a you know the kitchen and everything in the back of the truck. And it's not going to happen. I didn't have an awning or anything of that like that at the time. So I'm just getting, you know, snow's coming down heavy now. And, like, I... I just giving up, you know. Yeah, def- Had actually, to, the, the trail is getting the best of you. Yeah, it's kicking my butt, man. And, you know, I'm trying to doing it by yourself and i'm trying to make it you know accommodate for her so i'm like i get the tent open everything just climb up in there um my diesel heater didn't work didn't have a buddy heater was not prepared so we were climbed up in and like i couldn't make dinner so it was literally bag of chips some pringles bag of oreos this is dinner tonight kid and she was okay with it luckily she's a trooper i've had those yeah yeah, we've all had those 
and but no hot meals it, it just wasn't happening the fire you know i couldn't keep it going it was snowing too much and it's just it was it was just a battle it wasn't worth it so we literally just climbed up in the tent played battleship played cards did you know played some games while that we're sounds there. perfect man. It, it was good it was good times but it was cold it got down you know 18 degrees that night and literally my entire i didn't sleep probably at all it was just waiting for the sun to come up so i could pack up camp because like yeah. my whole night was just trying to keep we had our mummy bags i had a big down comforter but there was literally frost all inside the tent it was cold yeah. as shit because you have the condensation build up and then it just frosts over and you know literally my entire night was just trying to keep her warm and yeah. i it, which was miserable but it, it did have memories and and she was eight at the time so she's a trooper man she was tough she didn't complain once you know and uh but we survived it and as soon as day broke you know a little bit of sunlight coming out it was i'm out of that tent trying to pack up and there's a good six inches of snow on the ground i'm trying to pack you know get all the snow off the tent collapse everything my hands are numb just scrambling <laughs> dude oh, trying to get it ready you know i fire up the truck, get it here going, throw her in there so she could stay warm. And I'm still trying to pack everything up and like, oh, it was tough, man. It was, yeah, that was not <laughs> the, the funnest part of the trip, but it was good um, because it is a memory. Um, and then so we, okay, we got packed up. We finally hit the road again, you know, crunching through the snow on the way out. Um, and then our next stop was going to be the Grand Canyon. So we jump back on the 17 and we're mobbing north up through the Grand Canyon and uh snowing the whole way up um <clears throat> get up there i my initial plan was i wanted to try to hit the north rim but everything was closed you know yeah it, it, people were like well you can take the side roads but if they catch you and i'm like ah, i ain't gonna mess with that and i'm solo and if i get stuck or something does happen in the snow just me and my daughter i don't have a backup yeah, so, solo trips are definitely different, especially gotta, when you have a kid with yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, you gotta you know think of those things. You you gotta you know be a little more prepared, and you know you can't push yourself you know that extra. So I'm like, I'm just gonna play it safe. We'll just go do the touristy thing. Go to I think the the Westgate was the only one open, and it was fun. So we got out there, and it was still snowing you know the whole yeah. time, and we were bundled up. We went uh, got some hot chocolate, and you know did our little hit the gift shop so she can get her stuffy. And she still has it. Little, gotta get that. Got a little yeah, fox. She named animal, yeah. she named it Grand for the Grand Canyon, and she still has <laughs> it. You know, so it's those memories. Got some cool little fun little photos of us, you know, on, out there, and uh, the visibility kind of sucked because it was snowing all over, kind of clouded over, so you couldn't really see the other side that well. But um, we'll have to go back there this year. Um, yeah, we definitely need to make that trip again. Like I went with Lucas and. Um, uh, oh, that's right. God, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> been a long day too oh my god jeff jeff oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i see sorry, his, i see his face the, yeah, yeah yeah i see his truck i'm trying to make the word association <laughs> we've been working on the truck down the driveway <laughs> like, in the heat I, today I like, drinking beers did so. you really forget jeff's fucking name <laughs> i know I, I literally gave patrick this look i, I was like broken arrow either i know oh, i was like man. patrick help me out yeah. What's his name? <laughs> come on come on <laughs> no my my good friend jeff yes here. okay yes. um yeah, no, he, uh, I went with them by the south side of Grand Canyon, mm -hmm. and it was beautiful because it was like the pines and everything, but I definitely want to go with you guys to the north side, which is more deserty, isn't it? I don't, I haven't done the oh, north side. Oh, dude, it's, I've it's seen a, pictures, it's, mix, it's like, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. I'll, I'll talk about it in my trip, um, when I get to it, but there's a mix of everything. Yeah, yeah, but um, Grand Canyon, there's so much space. Yeah, up I've there. been there a few times, but I've, like, never been, I've hiked through, down in the canyon, and then I've 
but I never actually camp along the backside that North Rim area. Yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry to yeah, totally no, interrupt no, you, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, Grand so, Canyon's amazing. Yeah. So it was great, you know, and like, like we all, we were just kind of frozen to the bone. We were like, just, we were, we were, our plan was to camp at the Grand Canyon, but we couldn't find, cause like we couldn't get through the North side and everything else was just, yeah, it was pretty limited. You, you have to have reservations if you want to, you know, and it was packed. It literally took forever to get into the Grand Canyon because a there was another accident at of the Grand course, Canyon. Of course, so it literally took like almost an hour just to get through the main gate, and it, it, yeah, it sucked. So by that time we were pretty beat up, <clears throat> and we actually ended up calling it our trip a little bit short because we were frozen just you know to the core dealing with that. We could have come back, with multiple couldn't issues. find a campsite up, and you know I was winging it. The whole trip was pretty much just a wing it trip yeah. like I'm just, we're just gonna find stuff i didn't plan it i mean i had ideas but did not really plan very well and uh yeah through the grand canyon um good luck finding camping so from there we're like we can come back out i can maybe try and find us a spot up in flagstaff um but i didn't know the area too well and i didn't map it out yet so i'm like and it's already getting late again so yeah. i'm like do i want to struggle and find us some random spot in the middle of the snow again and we're not prepared with heat so I'm like, oh, screw it, man. So we ended up coming all the way back down and <clears throat> just ended up meeting up with some family in Phoenix. And uh, just our last night was you know, literally not a, a camp, but it was found some family, hung out with some more cousins, and then just came back. But yeah, we ended up, we did the full four days, but our last night out was not a camping trip. But the overall trip, I would say, yeah. was well, I think you, uh... a memorable and you know, successful trip, you know. Yeah, you paid your dues uh, the night yeah. of Schnebly Hill. <laughs> that one was a tough one, yeah. So we were, and I could tell she was getting pretty worn out. I didn't want to make it not um, fun. Yeah, exactly. I wanted her to have a positive outlook on this. So I figured, okay, I'll call it, you know, you got to know when to call it sometimes. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, if you're not having fun, but I mean, yeah, I was having fun, but yeah, it was becoming work and I didn't want her to not enjoy it. So I called it and made it fun. Yeah, and when you get to that point where you're worn down, it becomes dangerous yeah. because you're no you longer start, you're no longer functioning fun, functioning at a 100 percent mental capacity, and you're like, you know, you're just tired, you're yeah. beat down, wore out, just everything's harder. Yeah, and I can't even imagine with it at nine, you know, an eight year old at the yeah. time where it's just like you want to show this kid yeah. like a great time, yeah, and you want yeah. her to get to love the outdoors and yeah. adventure. And she's just blinking at you like, what now, what Dad? Are what, now? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. And she was like, mad respect to my kid because she is like 100% about it now. Yeah. And like she like she loves those stories. She'll look back on and tell people what we did and stuff like that. And overall, I think it was a success. And I think for me, that's probably one of my more memorable trips just because of that experience. And it's like a bonding experience with my daughter in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got to get my daughters out there more. Yeah, they've Especially come. They come a couple times, and every time they come out with because they're about the same age group. Yours one a little bit older, one a little bit younger, and they've had a great time when they're with Zoe and stuff. So like we've always had a. I've only had one daughter with me on one trip, and that was Anza Borrego with my brother, and that was Claire, my younger. Well, we did the uh, the day trip. Oh, the day trip. Big Bear. You're right. You're right. With, with both of your daughters and mine, and they had a blast just climbing on rocks and doing all that fun stuff. Sounds but, like sure. we got to just do like a KOA, like you know, Vale Lake or something like that. Something simple with yeah. the kids, just you know, that's yeah. easier just to get them 
just ease them into it. That, that's what I would do with Zoe. I'd take her on smaller trips. This is our first big, big trip with just me yeah. and her. Because you know? disperse camping is tough for adults, let alone yeah. kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. It but just, it's so much more rewarding. Yeah, the, the, I know. The, a good thing to do with kids is for advice for other people, like, how do I get my kids into this? Like, give them projects, little stuff. Even yeah. like, hey, can you go collect some firewood? You know, yeah. do this or do that. And like, some hey, can you help cones. me set this up? Or yeah. when you're packing up, like, can you get the... Can you pull the pillows out of the tent? You know, just little stuff so they feel involved and it keeps them motivated and doing stuff. And you know, yeah, rather than like, sitting hey, there bored, sit down and me. shut up and just sit there yeah, until I tell you it's this. ready for we're yeah. ready for dinner Give time. Them little stuff to do, you know, get back yeah. on the road, yeah, big time. And even like little, bring little games with stuff and you know, make it interesting for them. Yeah, or make a game. <clears> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it always helps though if like your daughter's there. And my oh, yeah. daughter's if there. there's extra there's kids there, kids. yeah, like when we went to uh, Menachee Meadows, there's some other kids that just happened to show up. And she's like, every time we go anywhere, it's like, are there going to be kids there, Dad? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And there's some other kids, never met them before. And like by the end of the trip, they were best friends. They're just running her muck. I'm like, I don't even know where she is. She's like, Dad, I'm going over there. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah have fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Kids are really good at just like instantly making friends oh, with yeah, people in the same age group. Yeah. yeah. As long as they're not like That's what's great about you know, kids, kind of like race, any of that kind yeah. of stuff, you know, boys, girls, doesn't matter. Just hey, you want to be my friend today? Let's do yep. this. <laughs> yeah, they they lean on each other. They're like, okay, oh, yeah. well, there's no other kids around. Yeah, We're gonna play in the dirt today. Their with imaginations some go wild, you know, and they just, yeah, they're building forts and running around with sticks, like you said. Yeah, that's great. Hunt for not hunting, but like looking for squirrels. Yeah, you yeah. know, on a sky hunt. <laughs> Jared, if you could do that trip differently, what would mm. you do now, knowing what you know? Um, one hundred percent, I would have. I, I knew the weather, and I thought I was prepared, but I wasn't prepared. I would have prepared better, and I am now. Obviously, you know, I would have had a better heating system. Yeah. Um, and backups for my heating system because I did bring one, but it failed on me. It didn't I didn't test it properly before I left, and it was too cold to test it at that point. That and <clears throat> maybe try to map it out better. Have like backup plans. Like obviously, you know, because like my whole plan was like I'm just gonna find a spot in the Grand Canyon to camp. Well. A it's not that fucking, easy. Yeah, it's, I thought, okay, wintertime, nobody's going to be there. It was still packed. You know, it's snowing, and there's still lines of people everywhere. You know, I'm like, what are all these people doing here? You know. And you can't camp on in the National no. Park either. Yeah, no. no, you can't. Yeah, you can do, like, this first camping out throughout, like, the North Rim side, but in the main park area, you can't. Unless there's campgrounds, but you have to reserve them. And then there's just yeah. south, which is where Jeff. I'll, I'll tell you something oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. But, yeah. No, yeah. Weather preparedness a little bit more um, and uh, contingency plans. But like that was a, a, almost a, the fun and exciting part of it because I was just kind of like winging it. We're just going to see what we can do. You know, like we, our first campsite went out the window because we ran into my cousin and stayed yeah. at an RV park instead of our, you know, dispersed campsite, you know. And then, uh, yeah, Munns Park worked out, but it was cold. <laughs> and then, you know, Grand Canyon with a bus. But, you know, it all works out. But, yeah, yeah definitely those would be the... Uh, you know, learning lessons learning yeah. lessons of that yeah. yeah what about you patrick yeah. what's your most memorable okay and why I've, I've actually posted it before on the uh the average overlanders um instagram it was a motorcycle trip mm. and that's really what kicked kicked my my life as i would say an adventurer off it mm. was a 
Uh, it, I was supposed to have a 10-day trip. It was right between jobs where um, I had already said, hey, I want to take a trip somewhere, and I want to do it via motorcycle. And I had been prepping for it for the last the two years prior. I was listening to a bunch of motorcycle podcasts. I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos, and I lo- watched, you know, the Ewan McGregor movie with uh, Charlie Borman, and <laughs> where they ride BMW um 1200 GSs or well GSAs like Enduros or yeah. whatever yeah. Um, massive adventure bikes and I was like I want to do that yeah, so how, how do I start <laughs> doing that and me having this small displacement um, dual sport it was a Yamaha XT250 so it's a 250cc uh, single cylinder air cooled uh, you know motorcycle it's a dual sport so for those of you who don't know motorcycles it's essentially a, a dirt bike a four-stroke dirt bike yeah, but plated. it has, yeah. has license plates blinkers mirrors um you know you can you know it costs you know four thousand dollars like i said in a previous you know video or a podcast and it was such an interesting opportunity in my life because i knew that hey i had planned for it but I didn't realize that I was going to lose my job. So all the money I had in my pocket was the money that I had. It was like, yeah, no more coming. Well, in. this sucks. <laughs> Wait, you lost your job. Well, it was um, it was when the gun shop closed down. I used to be a gun shop manager, and or oh, assistant so manager. Yeah, <clears throat> I used to manage the archery department, and uh, it shut down. Um, and I just ended up getting lucky with, you know, it was, I think, the way that it worked out was I was I was saving a pretty decent amount and. Uh, I had, I had, I had to take the trip earlier than I had expected to. Move it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it was a you know a, a chapter in my life that had, it was changing. It just changed at a different time than I wanted it to. But yeah, it was this adventure. It was it was supposed to be ten days. I was planning on going um, going east, and I I've only traveled like previous to this. I traveled a lot with my family, but it was you know when I was a younger kid. You know, in elementary school, we'd all hop, all hop into the uh, yeah. the family van, and we'd just blast to one part of the, you know, Arizona or Utah, and then we would spend the day there, and then we'd blast back to Vegas. I, I hate to say it, my mom's got a gambling problem, or at least she <laughs> she used to back when I was a kid, and most of my 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 childhood memories of trips were ended dry, up, yeah, ended up in <laughs> Vegas. So, um. I had uh, packed all everything that I thought that I needed, and you guys know my truck now. Imagine a motorcycle like that. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how that. you would do that. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> I had way too much stuff, and I baked mm. that into my adventure. I was like, Hey, my parents are going to Vegas, and everything that I figure out that I don't need, or anything that's unsafe to have, on my first, you know, three hour stint out there. I'm going to bail on with my parents. Let me just say, Hey, I don't need this. It's too heavy. I've reconsidered this. I don't need Dump it. it on them, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they were able to take some stuff back, but it was my first time ever doing like a really long motorcycle trip too. So did you, did you plan it out like having like a destinations and all these things, or you were just nope. winging it all? So I yeah. literally just just did. <clears throat> I I I knew. Hey, night one, I got to stop in Vegas. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's all I knew. Yeah. After that, everything else was like, where do I want to go? Nice. And um, That's almost this can be fun too because it's that sense of adventure in a sense. Yeah. And the furthest that I've ever ridden on my motorcycle was, you know, a couple hours, like six to eight hours to Monterey Bay. That was mm. where I, you know, used to live at the time. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where I went to college. And, you know, I, I did that ride and it sucks riding a motorcycle for that much yeah, time, especially a small displacement dual sport. You're, you're getting no- that saddle that long. Yeah. It, and you're getting knocked around by the buffeting of, you know, um, 
big rigs and stuff like that and other cars because that bike can only like top out at like 70 miles an hour oh really full tuck <laughs> yeah, with we, me we, as, a, as the rider yeah. yeah so day one i make it out there it's like my bacon you know hey this is the safety this is the safest you'll ever be on this, the entirety of the trip you know so utilize it and I parked my bike and it was hot. It was July Ooh. or June, and it was like in Vegas. One, yeah, it was Oof. it was one of the hottest uh, hottest years on record for for <laughs> perfect <laughs> for uh, the West Coast. And I remember it being hot, and I was like, "Dude, this is miserable. Like, this is why I didn't want to leave right now." But hey, I'm on this trip. Let's go. Yeah, because you're wearing full bike gear, like leathers and stuff like that. Yeah, I had a I had a chest. It was essentially like a. a dirt rig but it was uh you know uh, chest protector elbow pads uh shin guards and my my bdus over it and uh, i had leather boots at the time um but i had all my camera equipment i had you know food water tools uh tire changing stuff i had everything navigation um i didn't have uh like a sat phone or anything like that but i did have my spot gps messenger so I could send like, "Hey, save me! I'm dying," or uh, you know, yeah, "I'm okay." I'm straight, yeah, or down. here is yeah. here's my my GPS coordinates. My so, last yeah, known. exactly, <clears throat> just like that. It was super simple. It's three buttons, or at least that's what it used to be. It didn't used to be like, "Hey, you can send a text message right, or yeah. anything like that." Um, and my first day, I had a sense of adventure adventure that I've been chasing ever since, and uh, it was an excitement. Got that like, taste. yeah, it was it was like sheer joy of like holy shit i'm actually doing this like if i turn around it's because of me you know there's i i have nowhere to be within the next two weeks all i have to do is go and i can go as far as i can make my money go and i I got super excited and um that joy and that thrill and that nervousness and that kind of like oh shit feeling i've i've been chasing that ever since on all of these these weeks of trips and you know with my current rig and on that that trip it it started it and day 1 i was in vegas i um day 2 i went to red rock which is that little you know state park right mm-hmm. next to it mm-hmm. um and then i did bryce canyon zion for the first time ever and you know, when you're riding a motorcycle, you're in it. You're in the weather. When it's hot, you feel it. When it's raining, you feel it. When you're going through an orange grove, you smell the oranges. Mm, and cool. it's this disconnect that you um, you kind of you 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 bridge over when you know you're in a in a car in a cage, and it's just not there when you're on a motorcycle. You feel it and you see it. You experience it. Everything is raw to you. You have to be in it because if you, if not, guess what? You're gonna you're gonna Right off the side of the road and <laughs> no be a pancake, bueno. yeah. Um, but anyways, I was kind of big on Instagram then. I wanted to be a YouTuber. And uh, <laughs> Okay, when you say big, how big? <clears throat> well, I was, you know, I had a, a pretty decent following. I had probably about, I think it was about 2,000 followers or subscribers on, on that YouTube. That were like legit subscribers. Yeah, like legit, like yeah, would comment and post. Not and yeah, bots. Yeah, like because the XC250 is a super niche bike mm. like you only buy it for a certain reason a you're a female b your first for <laughs> your first riding or c you're really short yeah. and it was my first you fit the last getter yeah I, I fit the last two it was my first ever bike i'd oh, never true, ridden before true. and i was i'm really short and yeah. to be an adventure rider on a short, short bike is yeah. hard you yeah you know a bigger bike trying to yeah, yeah you gotta keep your feet down at certain points yeah, yeah and if you're off-roading and 
like say me, I'm I'm five foot four. If I stand next to a um, a 1200 GSA, oh, yeah. that thing is up to like the middle of my rib cage, Port- like the seat height. Porter had a 1200. I don't know how he rode that uh, thing. What? Yeah. Okay, so the listeners do. don't know who Porter okay, is, but yeah. Porter is a friend, uh, of ours. a friend, and he's a little bit shorter. He's than like us. five five, right? I'll give him uh, five, five six. six. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll, 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 I'll give him that, him that one. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it. He's to a him. stockier build. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he's a, he's he's a beer can. Yeah, yeah. But he had a he's a he had a yeah the BMW twelve hundred. Yeah, and it was a big bike. It had all the yeah. boxes and everything on it. So yeah, yeah. It's a six hundred six hundred pound bike, wet. Uh-huh. So yeah. with gear, oh god. Yeah. But um, he's I, a strong little Irishman. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a, yeah. and angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I I didn't have a plan. I just said go. You know, just go because that's how the majority of motorcycle adventures go. Or how they are is. People, you know, they quit their jobs or they stock, they hoard a bunch of money and then they use that for their adventure. And that's what I had done. It just didn't do it on my terms. And I was like, well, let's go. I've never been here X, Y, Z. So I had a general idea of how to use my mapping software that I use now. And I was like, well, this looks like, you know, BLM land or forest service land. And I've heard about this place. I actually used to use a website called Campendium where it would, they would... Uh, Never heard of that one, yeah. It's like this a cheesy website <laughs> where it's like literally just a map, like a MapQuest map and just different stars of free-to-camp spots. And most of them were like Walmart po- Walmart parking lots. Oh, okay, lots, okay. You know? that's pretty cool. Like, like, oh, man. maybe not. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I have this in my back pocket if I need it, a safe a place to, to, yeah. you know, to stay. And on day four, I think it was, day three or four, I was feeling lonely. You know, mm. and you know, I was still talking to my family. I was still saying, "Hey, I'm okay," but the stuff that I was seeing and doing, and the the, the rigor that I was putting myself through in terms of, you know, just riding and riding long days and riding dirt and not knowing, hey, if I'm gonna have a safe spot to sleep, it was kind of wearing down on me. And I realized one a very important thing is, at some time, sometimes on adventures, like you have to be. For it to for it to work for you, you have to be okay being alone if you're a solo traveler. Yeah. If you're a social butterfly and you need that constant like talking to someone, you're not yeah, gonna make not it. If, you're yeah. gonna drive yourself freaking crazy. Yeah, you and get into your head. Yeah. You know. That's why my ideal group is five to seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I found this balance and I found like, hey, I can be okay on a on a solo trip. But on day four, like I felt like I missed my family and I told them and um, you know, I said, Hey, time. I miss you guys. Yeah. And I actually posted on Instagram in the parking lot of um, of Zion National Park, saying, "Hey, do I keep going, or stay here, or um, or go home?" And everyone that, said, "Hey, keep going." Is that where the uh, "I wish you were here" came from? No, that okay. one that started this year. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the first ever poll that I had done where it influenced a trip. And now I do it all the freaking time, where it's like, "Hey, dude, no big deal. The, yeah, I'm out." The masses determine where I go. Yeah. But yeah, and they told me to keep going, and I, cool. I went Good. for another four days. And on day eight, um, what I would do is write on my windshield how many miles or how, what where what park I wanted to go to. And on day seven, the night before, I wrote a question mark, not knowing where I was going to go. And I ended up at the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Oh, and yeah. an accident actually happened to me. Oh, so <laughs> likely story. Yeah, so <laughs> I was actually chopping firewood with a large Ooh, fixed blade knife. We were just talking about that. Yeah, and I was chopping it on a um, on a on a piece of like I think it was hard gravel or something like that. Oh. And I was chopping it sideways, trying to break it in half. 
and a piece had splintered and it had gotten into my eye. Oh. And, oh. and like, for those of you who have ever been to the north from the Grand Canyon, it's far. It's yeah, freaking far. out there. Yeah. There's not a whole lot going yeah. on out there. And um, my eye actually like had a little blister in it, but I, my my vision was foggy for the next like five or six hours. And riding a bike. Yeah. And I was like, I, if I can't <clears throat> see, I can't ride. Yeah. And I was just worried the entire night. And I was like, I got to go home. I got to go home. I got to go home. And I was like, well, let's just see what happens. And thank goodness, um, the the morning after, my vision had come back, and uh, it like work its way out. Yeah, it worked its way out, and I was totally fine. Well, and that day of ri- that day of riding felt awesome on the dirt. It was like forty miles of dirt riding, and um, the day before I had aired down my tires because I was like, man, I'm not riding very confidently, so I aired down. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I have an air compressor. I just got to I got to do it. Whatever, no big deal. Kind of put it in the back of my head. But then this thing had splintered in my eye, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm so, I'm boned. Do I need to use the, hey, save my ass button on my (laughs) spot GPS messenger? Um, And I didn't have a WeBoost at this time or anything like that, so. I wonder if you could fit a WeBoost on a podcast. You say a little 250 like that. I don't know know if the battery could power it, though. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it probably could. Dual battery setup on (laughs) bike. Just a big EGM on the back, just for your... (laughs) Yeah, but I ended up uh, getting out of there totally fine. I ended up riding like a boss, and nice. it's pretty high elevation, and it's all downhill from there. And um, I had made it to, what is it? Uh, there's that canyon that you go through right between Nevada and um, Arizona. I know what you're it's talking that long, about. Yeah, it's where you really start it's to pretty. see. pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's like the first pretty spot in you know, the sea of sand. You know, I can't remember what name it is, but my bike started running really shitty and i'm like dude what the like i'm getting passed by semis and i'm barely going 50 miles an hour i'm like this sucks this sucks this sucks and um i checked my phone weather saying like 100 115 degrees through that valley and i'm full tuck like lying on my tank to try to get more speed and people are literally like honking at me like giving me the like they're pointing at me and saying, hey, are you okay? Oh, like, okay. And I'm like, know. yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And at this time, I was like moto-vlogging and stuff like that. And um, I had a my my voice recorder on and everything. I documented the entire thing with my GoPro. And then the first gas station I got to, I was like, I'm dying. Like, I, I need to, you know, douse myself in water. Um so I, I just pour a gallon of water on me, and then I go inside, and I get, a, I get a large cup of, a slurpy cup of ice, and I just dump that into my vest, and I start to cool down, and I'm like, all right, okay, I think we can go, I guess, <clears> on <throat> my bike, and my voice recorder with the entire log of everything I've, I had said during the entire trip falls out of my pocket and breaks on the highway. Uh-oh. So uh, at, at this point, I'm frustrated, and I, I just, I'm like, all right, whatever, I just got to push home. It's only, you know, four and a half hours or five hours home. Let's just keep going and we'll keep going. And my bike is just sucking. It's like from 50 miles an hour to 45 miles an hour. Is it and just because the air was so hot? Yeah, the air was the hot. And my, my, my thing was my, my bike was air-cooled, so there's no radiator or anything. Oh. And I'm full pinned and I'm it's not, like an old I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Was like the air filter like clogged up? Or yeah, just... I checked everything and I was huh. like, what can it be? And then I realized I didn't air back up. Oh, so I was I was at at high elevation. Resistance. I, yeah, so. I aired down to twelve, and then when I went to low elevation, you know, you know, yeah, at, probably like ten or something. Yeah, yeah I was less. probably at ten yeah. or less or eight. Yeah, and uh, I had cooked the one of the lower bearings in my motorcycle Ooh, engine, and I just shit. literally limped it home. Yeah, it took it's a me, long way to go. It took me twelve hours Oof. to get from Vegas 
to to my house in Menifee. But you aired back up. Yeah, I aired yeah. back up, and but, but the damage, damage was already, already done. done. So yeah, could you go any faster? At it that was point? like I think I was. I ended up going about fifty. Ooh, so you were fifty lowered in psi, and then when you aired back up, no, it was 50, still fifty. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, you my, had all the I had, damage. Like, and I, I was like, my, I, I had stopped in Victorville, and I was like, maybe I just need to do an oil change. Let me check if there's a bunch of shavings in there. And I dumped my oil, and it just literally came out like water, dude. Just Ooh, totally denatured. Good. Yeah, that smell of burnt oil is Ooh. something I'll never forget because of that trip. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I was just like, trip quick. I was like, oh no. <laughs> and uh, the XTs are like known to be, you know, workhorses. They're mm. just simple. But not if there's an idiot who's riding on top of it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that bike is, is torn apart in, you know, my, my parents' garage right now. Was that the last trip that was made? No, I actually I did a couple other dirt trips, like just like short, like in the Inland Empire area on dirt. Um, but, yeah, that was the last big, big trip. Um, but you have you fixed the problem since then? Since well. then, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> tore it apart and I isolated the problem. I just got to get one tool and then slap it back together and then we're good to go. All right, um, well, let's do it. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I want to see some pictures on the... Hey, overlanding isn't it, just yeah, rigs like not. trucks and SUVs. Um, it's, oh, um, Jared's it? showing me Black Canyon. It might be it. It's right That's next to the... That's between Nevada and Arizona right there. Yeah, so that should be it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. Maybe our listeners in could, uh, uh, Arizona, Nevada, let us know what comment. we're talking about. Yeah, here I'll, I'll <laughs> look it up on how weird we are when uh, when when Ben's telling his story. But that one was memorable for me because a it solidified in my mind how important it is to know how to act safely before you get into an accident. And it's something like you know I will always chop wood with glasses on now. Yeah. Something as simple as that. And thinking before you do something like hey you know. If I need to air down, I need to have a way to air back up, and I need to remember to do that. But hey, sometimes you get distracted, and yeah, as soon as you get complacent, that's when accidents happen. Yeah, but as as negative as that trip was in some aspects, it was still the one that opened my eyes and it helped me to to foster that sense of adventure. Yeah, give you that bug. <laughs> yeah, and you can't. Get, I can't get rid of it now. Like, <laughs> like a wish, junkie now. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could get rid of it because, dang man, my life would be significantly it's a lot simpler. Yeah, it'd be easy. You know, I just spend a bunch of money on video games. Yeah, I'm sorry. Or I'd be oh, don't even go down I'd that go to, road. I'd go to baseball games or go to yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings and watch UFC. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody has their thing, and you know what? To be honest with you, this is one of the better hobbies. It is. Yeah, actually. it is. Okay. So if I'm going to spend money, I'd rather spend it on this than video games. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you, got, yeah you look back in 10 years, what do you, I don't remember that video game I was playing. And, I don't even know. remember the people I was playing with. Yeah. You know, because it's all online. Who cares? I don't yeah. even see these people. But. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing that I forgot was the hottest it got on that trip was 119 in Baker, mm. and I was riding through it. And when you ride, you're in full yeah. long sleeves. Yeah, long sleeves, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. hot. Yeah, with a helmet. Yeah, it's and, like... Uh, Standing in front of a blow dryer all day because yeah. it's hot air blowing. It's literally on you. like if you open up your oven when you're baking a cake, you just stand in front of it right when you open it. Yeah. Just that you the can't entire it. freaking you time. AC. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you have the motor in between your legs, and yeah, yeah it's freaking cooking. <laughs> but, the wind in your hair. Yeah, creates those memories. In your teeth. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that I experienced on that trip that I've I'm chasing still. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, good or bad, there's still memories, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay ben how about so, you uh, yeah. memorable trips man uh, you know i actually have quite a few 
but yeah, I'm gonna it's hard to, to pick one. It is. I'm gonna isolate it to two, okay. and they're similar because, as my brother says, I'm the ambassador to Sedona. You are. You've introduced <laughs> me and many others. So. Yeah, and um, so I'll talk about the first trip first, and then the second one. So. Um, one of the more memorable trips that I actually took was when I first got my Tacoma, right? Um, Alex and I oh, okay, actually, um, I think it was like 2018. I think it was 2017, 20, no, it was 2018. No, it, it, was. 18, yeah. it was 18. Um, I just got my Tacoma, did a bunch of work on it, lifted it, all this stuff. It wasn't even fully done up with the bumpers and everything else that I finished with. But, uh, Alex and I decided to take a trip together, uh, to Overland Expo West, And so we ended up going to it, uh, together and, you know, we're like, yeah, we're all jazzed up. We left on like a Thursday evening or afternoon or something driving out of California. We're trying to miss traffic before the weekend rush and everything. And we were on the 10 and we were coming out and we didn't make it until just above like, you know, Indio. And then you go, if you're heading East on the 10, you go through Palm Springs, Indio, and then you start climbing that hill and then you get to the plateau. So at the top of the plateau, there's like this Circa Summit or whatever it's called. I forgot what it's called. There's like one Chevron station. Um, oh, by the General Sherman Museum or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they got, they got something going on up there. But it's just like one exit, <clears throat> basically. Yeah. And it's like your last stop before Blythe to get gas. <laughs> yeah. So um, the reason why that's significant is because like a couple miles out of there, there was an accident. And it took up both lanes. Always. And it was on a bridge, uh, like one of those little mini overpass yeah, those bridges. spots where... It locked down everything. And we had a campsite that we paid for. Like, it wasn't uh, like dispersed camping. Oh, that's the worst. So we had a campsite that we paid for in Sedona. So we had to make it all the way to Sedona. To check in. We didn't even get out of that traffic jam of four miles. It took us like three hours just to get four miles through. Wow. It was like, a, I don't even know what had happened. Some Oh, it was like some semi 18 wheeler that had smashed into the guardrail, caught fire, <laughs> blocked both lanes. It was just a complete mess. I don't know how many times I've seen that. It, it's just in absolute insanity. I'm like, you couldn't yeah. just go in the dirt over there. Yeah. Just miss the overpass piece. Anyways, um, but Alex and I, you know, we were so pumped about the trip. We yeah, were just like trying matter. to keep our spirits high. It's the first day. Um, we ended up not getting to Sedona in the camp until about midnight 1230. Ooh, geez. Yeah. Because there was like... That's a long trip. We left at like... It should only be like an eight-hour drive. Yeah, it was like two in the afternoon we left. I just remember leaving in the the earlier afternoon. Mm. But after that traffic, by the time we made it all the way up there, it was like midnight, 1230, something like that. We Mm. didn't even look at the... We couldn't see... Everything was black because it was so dark outside. We found our little camp slip. The The host was down, but we had already prepaid online, so it was no big deal. It already had our name on it. Literally, we pulled out our little my little tent cot that I had at the time, and I set it on top of the asphalt where I parked my truck, and I just fell asleep. Yeah. Crap. Like, we didn't cook. Done. We didn't do nothing. It was whatever. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like a very long trip. I was exhausted. So, anyways... Speeding up, uh, we ended up going to Overland Expo West. It was my first experience of Overland Expo West, and another reason why I'm so excited to go this year too with a different group of people. I wish Alex was here still, but you know, it's always a different experience with the group you go with. But um, you know, it's up in Flagstaff area um, at the uh, the fairgrounds they have up there. And, uh, you know, Alex and I went to it. We experienced all the vendors, and, and it was it was just, like, a really cool experience. We saw some people like Brandon, who worked for Falcon at the time, and hadn't seen him in a really long time. And, 
you know, it was just really cool because like the whole community was kind of coming together. You felt like you were part of it. And then that evening, my brother met us up there because my brother lives in Arizona in the Valley, they call it. So the Phoenix, outside of Phoenix. And um, we met him in Munns Park. So we talk a lot about these different, you know, spots that we Areas, camp at yeah. and everything. But Munns Park is pretty big um, in a sense for dispersed camping. And I also include Schnebly Hill Road to the edge of the rim. Uh, as Munns Park in my mind. So that's when I, in my head, that's with Munns Park. And it was like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's not too far from there. And so we ended up um, camping out there, but we found this really cool campsite. And I know exactly which one it is because I drive by it all the time when we go up there. And I hope it's open when we go up there this, uh, this year. But it's kind of like this grassy meadow that's um, a little bit lower elevation than the campsite. And so you overlook it. And, you know, I just remember having a really good time with my brother and Alex and we made dinner that night and it was just, you know, had a good, you know, had a few brewskis, you know, let loose and, um, kind of decompressed. And it was a really good time with those guys. And, um, when we woke up in the morning, all of a sudden, like, you know, we're kind of making coffee and then we see all these elk and deer and everything oh, just kind cool. of like, just not even, <clears throat> not even concerned. Wildlife you know, definitely anything. makes a trip. Like that was one of the things when we were in the Grand Canyon, you were, we saw a bunch of like elk and stuff like that, or something running through just wild animals. It makes an experience. Yeah, it definitely puts things into perspective, and and like these, you realize you look at these animals and like we're oh we're overlanding, we're roughing it. <laughs> yeah, we have That's all this gear day. and vehicle. Yeah. like they have legs and they <laughs> try not to get eaten and they try <laughs> to feed themselves and they're young. Like yeah. it's just it's just. Kind all of, elements yeah yeah it kind of makes me feel weak but anyways <laughs> <laughs> we are we're just we're you soft know, fleshy dough bags yeah. exactly anyways but um you know it's just really cool it was a real crisp morning it was beautiful nice. the sun was coming up and perfect time of morning i love mornings i also love sunsets but i love mornings like that and uh, we ended up going down Schnebly Hill Road, taking some amazing pictures of the sunset later that mm. evening. And it was just all around a good time. And I love Arizona. I grew up out there. My family's still out there. So, um, you know, California, although it's beautiful and has amazing places to go that I haven't mm -hmm. even seen yet. Yeah. Um, it's just because it holds a special place in my heart because that's what I grew up, you know, in those areas. Um, so that was a memorable trip just because of the company. It was kind of like my first real trip out there and my, my truck that was Testing new to me. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause before I had rock crawlers and you know, stuff like, like Jeeps and I did have a Land Rover too, but I didn't really go camping in it. I really wish I would have held on to that one. But, um, you know, it was just a little bit different scenery. It was just more day trips. Like this is more yeah, my local. first overnight multi-day kind of, yeah. Multi-day, multi-location, uh, multi-people type mm -hmm. of thing. So that's what really kind of kicked it off for me. That was like really the start of my overlanding-ish camping adventures. Um, I mean, beyond what I did as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it also kind of dovetails into the second most memorable one, which is actually with you, Jared. Okay. Um, and I know you know because it was our first trip to Lazy G. It was okay. just you and I. That's we talk cool. about this all the time. We, we filled up mm -hmm. both of our growlers See, and we a, drank all that night. That's kind of one of my more memorable ones as well. So It was just so... I still remember our very first night we pulled up into a dispersed site outside of Sedona. Yeah, we're in Cottonwood, I think. It, yeah, it was in between Cottonwood, Sedona. It was yeah. like right, right outside that, there. Yeah. It was Fire Road like 525 or yeah. something like that. It's pretty popular. Just the other side of a cliffhanger there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. On the other side of cliffhanger. Um, and so... We ended up getting that night and just having a bunch <laughs> of Lazy G Brewery uh, beer. And, um, you know, we've talked about it enough here. But I, that was one of my most memorable trips because 
Um, you know, we both had our rigs. Yeah, we just had them all kitted up. Taking them out, yeah. We had a great time because I loved the trip going through Prescott, down through Jerome. Yeah, we down, stopped in Jerome. Stopped in walked Jerome. Walked around Jerome, did all that. And this is like during COVID, kind of like the right very COVID beginning. starting to kick off. So it was like people were still a little apprehensive with like what's going yeah, on yeah, you know? yeah businesses are shutting down yeah, and stuff like that, so. but it was still a ton of fun it was <clears throat> it was just really cool to me and so um we had a really good time that was a, and yeah, that was an awesome the locations time. we went to and there's something about broken arrow that just has my heart yeah okay and i always like the, you know talk Red about Rock sedona and, yeah. you know cliffhanger i've been on that trail it's, it's all right it's cool it's, it's all right yeah um it's scenic and if you want to do two trails in a day and you start in the morning, go cliffhanger, then do Broken Arrow. Yeah. Um, but I love Broken Arrow just because of, like, the style of trail it is. Yeah, it is. I guess that's the best way for me to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times there is a lot of traffic. But if you go in the evening, like, n- like near golden hour, mm-hmm. the best pictures are, you yeah. know, the sun setting, submarine rock, you get mm-hmm. a very great views and everything. There's less traffic. And yeah. there's less pink I think we tours. were there on like a t- Thursday or something, wasn't it? That also helps. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, uh, weekend, you, I went on a weekend and it was traffic and you're stuck behind like 10 other rigs. It gets to be tough. It, but you know, on, on Broken Arrow, there's, there's, there's traffic, but there's always quick ways to get around <clears throat> yeah, it. There's little pullouts and stuff usually. like that. But, you know, it just holds a special place in my heart because I've been on that trail multiple, multiple times. Um, with different groups of people, just yeah, different people in general. Your brother ended up joining us that day. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who took us on Cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. So we went on Cliffhanger, then we went on Broken Arrow. And, and, you know, it's a very similar trip to, you know, that you just spoke about, Jared. But yeah. it was just a cool trip because it, it was like a guy's trip. And then, you know, we went that was and did a different all the experience, things. though, on that same trail, but it's a totally different experience with, you know, my daughter and then with you guys. It was yeah. totally different. Cause we were goofing around a little more and you know, trying to well, get, we also, get your brother's Jeep stuck. Yeah. <laughs> we gave him a hard Come time. Come on, you he can do stuck. it. Yeah. He's like, I'm a, I'm a, he's got a TJ on 35s yeah. and he's all like, he's in a big old lift and stuff. So he's like, I'm not going to get stuck. He gets stuck on the, the, the gatekeeper. Just past gatekeeper, yeah. And it's because he hung up his uh, shock tower, like his lower shock mount on a rock and then nice. To his was, credit, he got through it. He ended up backing down and doing it again. But, he had to yeah. air down a lot more, yeah. get more track. It was just kind of funny to us because we we're just talking trash. We are just, yeah. But I still remember, and I, now that I'm going to bring it up. Jeep tours. Yeah, messing <laughs> with the Jeep tours. That's that's like my favorite thing to do. I'm always friendly with them, but yeah, I give them a hard fun. time in a friendly way. They give you a hard time back. Oh, yeah. Because um, at the time, I was driving a Toyota. <laughs> but anyways, the one thing I do remember <clears throat> is, is we were going up Schnebly Hill Road at night. Not recommended because the whole reason why you go up that hill is because of the scenery the and the, view, the views. But it's completely pitch black. Yeah, you can't see anything at night. But what was funny is, is Schnebly Hill Road, it's not like a road. It's like a lot of big boulder rocks every half second everywhere. To just play, It's like a... I don't know how would you would describe it, Jared. It's just like all over the place. Yeah. Like a bunch of rocks. You're not getting something. through there fast. You're just, you know, first gear in it, just creeping through this thing. And they're like, you know, <clears> rocks. Pretty, pretty big And they're rocks. sharp rocks. They're not these like round beach boulders. You know, they're like, and they're good size, like, you know, basketball size rocks, if not bigger. Yeah, exactly. So, and they're spread everywhere. So you're taking your time and bouncing, bouncing back and forth, around. getting nauseous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, the reason why I bring up the size of the boulders and it's important is because remember we saw that Audi all well, road. At first we saw the trail. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, let me back up. And we so we saw was... this trail, and I was like behind Jared, and I radioed to him because it looked like fresh, like liquid drop oil. Yeah. Oh god. And I was like, oh my god, Jared, are you leaking? Because you know he's got an old Land Rover. Yeah. You know? It's like, I'm like probably. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> mark my. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it probably is me. And I was like, no, that's like <laughs> a lot. significant amount. So mm-hmm. you may want to check it out. Anyways, we kept going. He's like, okay, let's pull off to a spot up here. And it ended up being kind of like a big flat rock area that yeah, was like elevated. Yeah, off to the side there. Yeah. Off to the side. It was like out of the trail. And we hadn't had dinner, and it was probably like 9 o'clock at night. No, but it then, had to have been later than that, dude. It was, it was something. Yeah. Well, anyways, that trail was not from his rig. It was from this Audi A4 all-road. Yeah. And when it says all-road, all road. I think that yeah. that was very, like... Um, uh, misleading misleading <laughs> well this person whoever's it was because they were not there just left it they yeah. just left it and it we looked underneath it and it had cracked their whole oil pan just yeah. drained Done. all of the oil and that's why we saw that trail and it was not that long because they didn't make it very far yeah. um so not yeah smart. they <sighs> they just smashed their oil pan they didn't have any sort of protection like we nope. have skid plates nothing and uh Anyways, that's not the mo- the reason why it's most memorable. I just uh, remember that. But that was funny what, dude, after we we pulled over and made hot dogs right there. The hot dogs the under the stars, yeah, man. Yeah, we was, saw a shooting star. It was yeah. I guess my point is, is it was like our, the company we were with. We weren't in any like rush no to get rush, anywhere. No we had time. a good time. Yeah, that's all it was. Felt bad for that Audi. Uh-huh. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Oof. I don't know. That's a good feeling when you have you're not in a rush. When yeah. You just no say, agenda. Okay, hey, just, let's let's go. Because my gonna, dad already had the yeah, campsite. I was gonna say, you're going yeah. to meet your dad and his buddy up in the campsite. And I, I think we literally pulled into there. We didn't know. We couldn't find the. We, they were already we're, asleep. We weren't sure where the campsite was, and we lucked out finding. We just pulled in and we're like, dude, that's them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's really dark. I mean, it's yeah. pitch black. And it was Jared one, has a bunch of lights on us and stuff. And, we, and I was mobbing down that road right. probably like 70 miles an hour. Just yeah. It, yeah. yeah I was trying to get there. trying to get yeah. to camp. I was just we, so annoyed. I think annoyed. we pulled in at like 1 in the morning. It was late. It was crazy late. Yeah. Yeah, but we had a good time, and oh, I, I really wish you could have seen the views on. I don't Chicago know how we didn't Road. wake your dad up. But, oh, I know that was a bummer. You know, yeah. when we trekking go back, that, trekking we'll go that the, road just for the views, but you don't even get to see the views. Yeah. Well, he, you know, here's here's one thing I will promise you guys: <clears throat> when we go to Overland Expo West, yeah, we can cut back. We to are going to take side. the 17 to Schnebly Hill Road yeah. and then go down that way because it's a lot smoother. And uh, we'll take you to the vista that overlooks all of Sedona. It's absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. It's worth it. So, anyways, yeah, my most wait. memorable trips are in Arizona, just because I absolutely love. Yeah, that's that your state. old your old stomping grounds, man. Yeah, yeah, still is kind of. <laughs> I, like, I like how some of like our our more memorable trips have um, great point high points and low points in them. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they're still our most memorable. Yeah, of course. You know, it's, it's it, that the, adversity that solidifies yeah, it, it is. into our brains. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, I, I've had a lot of great other trips. I oh, talk yeah. about there's little aspects of it, but yeah, the ones that are burned and etched in my memory are the ones in Sedona and Broken Arrow and, you know, mostly with Jared and, yeah. and hopefully with you soon. Cause I got to show you those trails. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, soon it's, enough. So, it's magical out there. It yeah. really is. As soon as you've, just getting into the town, all of a sudden you see it, and all those red rocks come up, and it's just oh, it's, it's a resort other town. There's a reason. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in, in the town, it's kind of you know it's a little bougie and stuff like that. Yeah, and, of course, you know, hipsterish. But 
yeah. but they keep it clean and nice. No, it, That's it the beauty. Nice. Of yeah, it. you're not allowed to camp there, so you don't get all the trash and stuff. Which is they have it, grocery stores, yeah. so you can actually resupply if you're you know taking the longer trip. I think we stopped like that. at that waiting for your brother. We stopped and had margaritas at that Mexican <laughs> food place. For, <laughs> That's yeah, at like ten in the morning. We're like, let's yeah. get some margaritas. Yeah, we were like, oh, you know, is it too early to have a margarita? Yeah, we're on vacation. The answer is no. It's never too early for a margarita. Absolutely. You look at them and you say, hey, is your blender working? Yeah. They say, oh, of course. Margarita (laughs) time. But yeah, memorable trips. There's only going to be more of them. And what I'm afraid of is uh, one day I might forget some parts of these trips that, that that made them so important to me. Yeah, well, that's and why I like to bring the camera and try and, you know, keep a record of it in a sense. Cause, but, I mean, I'll always remember, you know, but, yeah, keep See, it fresh. I'm, okay, now we're getting into a different topic. This is interesting to me. Maybe this is like maybe next time's topic. But, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, people like to record and video and, mm. and do all these things and take lots of pictures. Like, for me, a lot of times, sometimes you miss what's actually happening yeah, because you're always looking, looking through, through a, a lens. screen yeah, yeah. Or, or through a, screen, a lens. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, you know, yes, one day I may forget about it, but I'll definitely remember certain aspects of it always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, going back to your point too about, you know, we're getting older, we're only getting older, <laughs> and we want to we want to cherish these moments with our kids and everything else and show them the way and all the stuff, but you know, show others, yeah. Yeah, show others, but the one day I'm going to be sitting in a rocking chair unable to go camping. Yeah. And that's why I want to go as much as I can now. Yeah. Yeah. You'll only have those memories to fall back on. Yeah. I mean, that's shoot, man, it. you yeah. talked about video games, right? And you could yeah. have picked a different way. You could play video games when you're 90. You're just sitting in a chair, man. Yeah, Save it for then, man. Save it for yeah. then. Jump on, play some Battlefield when yeah, I'm 90. Yeah, talk crap to some Australians <laughs> some, late at yeah. night because they're getting up and getting I'll home from work. Or, six-year-old's you know. butt on board. <laughs> <Good night. Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. you just got pwned by a 90-year-old man. Yeah, it's... Man, I, I can't remember what episode I talked about it where, uh, oh, I think it was Life Gets in the Way, that that episode okay. where I said, hey, there are seasons in life, but some of them never get, you know, some of them never come back around. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I'm realizing that right now in my life is uh, I have to be using this time as, uh, you know, I'm young and I'm single and I have literally nothing tying me down uh, except for my job. And people would kill for to have what I have right now. Oh, yeah. And that sense of adventure, they would give anything they would trade anything to to be able to to relive that spark yeah don't don't put off you know till tomorrow we could do today yeah you know get out there and do it and you know we were just talking right before we started recording um you know talking about our kids and how quickly they're growing up and crazy everybody talks about oh my gosh you know kids grow up so quick but like literally i remember when i was their age Mm mm-hmm and I want to make sure they have great memories just like I did. And those are some of my fondest memories I can always pull back on is camping with my dad. You know, he, him taking me to Sequoias and going, doing all that stuff. And even camping with my mom, you know, he, she would take me backpacking and fishing and, you know, stuff like that. And going down San Felipe, camping on the beaches. And yeah, those are all some of my fonder memories as a kid. And I want my, my kids to have those same experiences. Yeah. Creating and- memories. Your kids aren't going to remember that time you sat on the couch and played video games with them. I guarantee yeah. you. Guarantee. <laughs> well, my kids are actually just starting getting into the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and yeah. um, they actually, that, that is something we're bonding over too because they're like, oh, Donkey Kong Country. There was like this new game. I was like, oh my God, I remember playing that on the Super <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Yeah. You know? And so, it's a lot you know, different now. Yeah. I bought them the game and then we go out and, we, you know, we went and bought the game. They're yeah. all excited. And then they're like, oh, how do you beat this level? How do you beat this level? You know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm just lucky and, 
my old school, you know, Mario techniques and everything still work. Still work. Apparently, <laughs> you yeah. can apply the yeah. So you know, you can still bond over that. Well, too. No, I mean, yeah, but there's at bonding, the same yeah. time, like you can bring the switch with you into the woods. Not that I <laughs> yeah, recommend that, no, but try uh, not to. That's yeah. Sometimes kids needs they need some distractions. Mm-hmm. So you know. yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect thing for, you know, inclement weather or anything like that or, you know, getting the kids into bed while you need some campfire time with your buddies. Yeah, you know yeah I'll mean? do that. I'll bring the tablet and throw on a movie so she can crawl up in there. And actually, she's been good. I got her into just reading books, so she brings her books with her and she reads up in the Your tent. daughter's a trooper, man. Yeah. She's, she's a different breed. Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky. She she's an old soul, dude. I'll she tell is, you that much. Yeah, 100%. Oh. But yeah, right. we would love to hear about your uh, your you as a listener, your guys' memorable uh, yeah. memorable trips, and we'd love to hear them in person. Uh, where's the next uh, event that we're going to go out to, guys? I don't know if this is going to. This will be two weeks from today. So yeah, we'll, we'll prop when this airs. We will be at Rigs and Brews. Yeah, so, so Rigs and Brews is, is usually a Saturday, Saturday, right? Sunday. No, no it's Sunday. On a Sunday. Okay, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. So the maybe 15th. I'll maybe I'll toss it out in early, early morning or something. Yeah, like that. just get it out there beforehand. So we'll be out there. So if you yeah, if you're out at Rigs and Brews down in San Diego, come on out and yeah, tell, and tell us, us these stories. Yeah, we'd love to hear something. We may even bring some of this equipment to yeah, record maybe some of your stories. Yeah, you can never. Yeah, we'll, that'd be we'll kind try. of cool. Maybe. Yeah. Let I mean, hey, we got cornhole. We're <laughs> yeah, gonna bring, we're gonna order some pizzas. Some pizza, you know, come over, say hi. Yeah, yeah. We're usually like outside the of the across the street. Yeah, yeah we're outside of the main show area yeah. just because that's right. You know, reserved for the businesses yeah, yeah. that are we're trying nobody. to show product. Yeah, we're just there to check out the stuff. And we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. We want to talk to you guys. Yeah, we want to see see some rigs and then you know just shoot the shit with each other. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, with that, guys, uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Well, we haven't started it yet, but we have some videos coming out. We just got done recording today oh, some yeah. Uh, yeah. some video Man. of some installations. Okay. I'm not going to give it all away now, but yeah. you know, do some rig modifications. So you know, dipping our toe in that water. Yeah. So yeah. I guess uh, installs and stuff like that. We're, we're trying to step it up a little bit on there. We'll see how that goes. We'll yeah. we'll link. To it, it might be a little while because editing is not easy. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, have, but uh, it's it's on the horizon. So I guess my point is is that uh, you know look out for what we do in our bio, and we have links we'll provide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Expect big things from this uh, this podcast. Yeah, we're trying to ramp it up a little more. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> what about you, Jared? You got anything to plug? I wouldn't plug anything. Um, I would just want to say get out there and you know don't wait. Like I said, don't wait. You know, get out yeah. there and start doing it, making those memories. You know. Um, whether it be solo like Patrick or just with, you know, your kids or your daughter or just your significant other or with your best buds like Ben, you know, it, all are good. So just get out there and make those memories. It's no better time than now. That's for sure. Yeah, 100% Patrick, true. Um, same question to you, Mr. <laughs> well, Maestro. Who are you plugging today? Yeah, well, uh, I just looked up <clears throat> that valley that you go through is not okay, listed, wh- but it drop, drops you in into uh, St. George. So it's oh, uh, right. off the fifteen parallels the virgin river um but yeah just wanted to add that in before and the other thing i wanted to add is it's okay to make mistakes on the trail it's okay to to find adventure in a different way it's okay to um you know have unfavorable memories with people that you bring out camping yeah don't get down on discouraged or anything like that because like we said all three of us have great memories of things that went wrong yeah and then we also have that episode laugh at laugh at our pain (laughs) laugh at our pain yeah Yeah. so So they can't all be awesome trips. However, the time spent outdoors with people that you love and people that you enjoy Mm -hmm. will always be worth that risk of, hey, a bad time out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I hate to be kind of cheesy, but you, you know, what is it? You, <laughs> miss, you miss every you shot that it. you don't take or some, Ugh, some crap yeah. like that. But it's it's always worth it to be outdoors and always worth it to slow down and enjoy someone else's company. Yeah, don't be in a rush. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. And uh, How about, I would say, if, you know, if you were done, I was going to throw it to Ben, too, what his uh, plugs are. Oh, my plug. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I already yeah, plugged I didn't know if you were done. You yeah. did? Okay. Oh, no. I'm just, like, trying oh, to right. get you people the, uh, to yeah. be aware <clears throat> that, you know, we are going to be doing a little bit different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be at Riggs and Brews. We were going to be yeah. Roughlands, but they canceled yeah, they that. Canceled. So, That's yeah. on the 14th of August, but they canceled. Well, they didn't. They're pushing it back. Let me Til just put October, that October, I think. Due to COVID. Yeah. And then, you know. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but there's uh, the Olaf events. There's one in October at the Holcomb uh, Creek Ranch. Yep. Yeah, that would be a good time so, for a lot of people, good vendors, and you know, meet some new people. It's it's kind of like a miniature Overland Expo West, yeah. but more like you know, locally, intimate, uh, if you will. Localized, yeah, yeah, and and you don't have to drive to Arizona. It's in Big Bear. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's all it for me, man. But uh, I think we got a lot of cool stuff coming, a lot of new stories and. Hopefully connecting with you guys. Yeah. If there's stuff you guys want to hear about, you know, other stories or anything like that, let us know. Yeah. Be a part of them. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. We'll definitely be bringing the podcast equipment. So right. uh, some of you guys might need to step up and just say, hey, <laughs> let me get on this mic. You guys, you podcasting <laughs> is so easy. Anybody can do yeah. it. Yeah. Until well. you hop out on the, but yeah, that's, a, well, we can't wait to hear from you guys. Yeah. Stop by, <laughs> say hi. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Be safe on the trail.